You're listening to Arira Radio's Wonders of Jeju. This is a segment where we tell you about the lives of people living right here on the island. I'm your host, DJ Jamie. This is Humans of Jeju. Jay, we've got you to explain to us another human of Jeju because you're going to introduce how different people are living on the island. And uh, it's great to have you in the studio. Glad to be here, Jay. It's good to see you. Yes. Oh, Happy what does that you. say on your shirt? It says, create your, your own, own sunshine. sunshine. I had something, I have a shirt that says something very similar to that. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it said sun, I, sun, sunshine, I, I think, or sunny or something like that. I can't remember where I bought this, but um, okay. yes. Uh-huh. Next time you wear it, let me know and I'll wear the matching t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good. To, well, actually, mine is for winter, so I guess we won't be able to wear it on oh, the same really? day. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we can have the air condition on. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we can turn it on. I, I can't live without that, you know. I mean, it's so hot. It, today was so hot. It was, it was. Uh, it was really hot and humid. Uh, in Sogipo, actually. It's one of those days where you're not sweating, you're just dripping. Oh, yes. Oh, my goodness. But it's really humid in Sogipo. It's, I don't it's, know about here, but... Uh, probably yeah. it's more... It yeah. was also humid here in oh, really? Jeju City as okay. well. But it was a little bit more hotter yeah. with the hot sun mm-hmm. Well, I'm intru- I'm kind of curious to know what kind of person you'll be introducing to us today. So, as we have actually met many people around the island, mm-hmm. uh, we met many who are attracted to Jeju Island because of Jeju nature mm-hmm. and its environment. Right. So, let's hear from today's human of Jeju first. Okay. 안녕하세요. 저기 보이는 인터뷰 동네 책방의 책방지기입니다. 어제 아내와 같이 일을 하고 있고요. 어제 고향은 서귀포시 남원읍 위미가 제 고향입니다. 전에 언론에 한 30년 가까이 취재 활동을 하다가 3년 전에 동네 책방을 오픈을 해서 지금 농사도 짓고 책방도 거들고 어 그리고 자그만 어 사단법인 제조 환경문화원의 원장님도 같이 겸임을 해서 어 서귀포에서 요즘 살고 있습니다. Oh, interesting. Please explain. So today's human of Jeju is an owner of a um, neighborhood bookstore named Interview. Mm-hmm. Uh, his name is Kang Shiyang. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a Jeju native and his hometown is Wimi Village of the Namon area in Sogipo City. Mm. Uh, for almost 30 years, he worked as an ecological um, environment expert journalist. Oh, wow. And three years ago, he opened a neighborhood bookstore called Interview. What an interesting name. Yes. So working with his wife, uh, he runs the bookstore, but he also does a little bit of farming. Yeah. And he's also a head director of Jeju Environment and Culture Center. Whoa. (laughs) So he was a journalist for 30 years, and now he runs a bookstore. He's a farmer and also a director of the Jeju Environment and Culture Center. Mm Mm-hmm. That is amazing. Where is the bookstore interview located? So bookstore interview is located in a village in between the old downtown of Sogipo City mm. and the newly developed town of Sogipo City. And the village is called Hogan Village. Oh, cute. Uh, cute so the, yes. Uh, actually, my uncle lives there. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Um, the bookstore is on the second floor uh-huh. where you have the view of the Pomsom Island ah. uh, to the south. And you also have a view of Hala Mountain to the north. Oh. Wonderful. I'm curious, is there a special reason why the name of the bookstore is Interview? 
So as we mentioned earlier, um, owner Kang Xiong was a journalist. Mm-hmm. So when he was a journalist, his job was mainly doing interviews every day. Ah. Uh, also, he decided on the name interview because inter as in like looking deeper inside mm-hmm. and view as in looking. So meaning like looking deeper inside. Like, oh. Yes. So uh, so be- uh, before the bookstores around the Jeju Island, they also have their own kind of distinct characteristics. Mm-hmm. And the special characteristic that the bookstore interview has is that they have many books related to the environment of Jeju Island. Oh, I see. Uh, also, the bookstore interview has done curation for books related to Jeju nature, history, and culture. Mm. And the bookstore hopes to grow as a bookstore that specializes in environment of Jeju, Jeju history, such as the April 3rd incident, and Jeju folk culture. Oh, wow, that's really interesting. You know, actually, if you think about it, um, there are many books about traveling Jeju, but I don't know if there are so many books about nature and the history and culture of Jeju Island. You're actually right, because um, he mentioned that that's because many of the documentaries about like Jeju nature, history, and culture, they're actually published by the administrative institutions. Mm. And so n- a lot of the books are not actually for sales. Ah, I see. Uh, so actually, there are not many variety of books related to Jeju Island that uh, the people and the travelers, uh, they get to choose from. Mm-hmm. So Bookstore Interview tries to introduce book, uh, those kind of books. Mm-hmm. And also they independently uh, publish such books for oh, people to read as well. Wow. And as of this year, they said they have published two books related to Jeju Island. Oh, that's cool. So Bookstore Interview has independently published books related to Jeju Island. So I'm wondering, what kind of books have they published so far? So since Kang Xiong has covered many news about the natural environment of Jeju Island, and for about 10 years, he covered about three programs, Mm -hmm. uh, which were UNESCO World Natural Heritage, Mm -hmm. also the Biosphere Reserve, Mm -hmm. and the World Geopark. Mm. Uh, He mentioned for five years, he covered the stories about the World Natural Heritage, and he's published around 100 stories, he said. Wow, that's amazing. And also, also he's covered Biosphere Reserve Mm -hmm. and the World Geopark for two years each. Mm. So he has covered and collected many texts and materials around Korea and even abroad uh, related to this topic. Oh, wow. So even though he actually wanted to publish a book about such things uh, that he covered Mm -hmm. and collected, while he was working as a journalist, uh, he didn't have the opportunity to do so back then. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now, opening a bookstore and having more time and wanting to do something more meaningful, uh, he's planned an independent publishing of Jeju-related books. Mm-hmm. So earlier this year, he published two books, which were about World Natural Heritage and Jeju Buckwheat. Jeju Buckwheat? Mm-hmm. Wow, that's really unique. If you are in Jeju... 88.7 in Jeju City. 88.1 in Sogipu City. 101.9 in the Daejeong area. Hey, this is a cute comment by Natasha. It's a little script. Want to play it? I'll be the oh, mother. Yes. You can be the the daughter. The daughter. <laughs> try, try to be the daughter. Okay, mom. Try to be the daughter. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you can be the son. Okay. Ma- mom says, "Where are you going?" Mom, I'm going to interview with friends. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I really like that comment. Uh, it's so cute. And I can't believe you wanted me to play daughter. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. Well, um, oh. forgive me for that. <laughs> It's okay. <laughs> Actually, we're talking about the bookstore named Interview, and the owner is named Kang Xiong. Very interesting that we are introducing Kang Xiong today, since tomorrow, July 1st, actually marks the 15th year anniversary of Jeju Island being designated mm-hmm. uh, into UNESCO World Natural Heritage. So it's very meaningful. So can you tell us about the book that he has published about the World Natural Heritage? So the title of the book is 세계 자연 유산이 먹일래 볼수록 경이로운 제주 And that somewhat translates to what is World Natural Heritage mm-hmm. and wonderful Jeju as we see it more. Mm-hmm. And so when Jeju was being designated as World Natural Heritage, uh, Kang Xiong was actually at the site. Mm. Uh, on June 27th of 2007 in New Zealand, the World, Natural, uh, the World Heritage Committee was held. Uh-huh. And Jeju was the first in Korea to be designated into the UNESCO World Natural Heritage. Oh, wow, the first. But actually, he mentioned there are many untold stories about Jeju World Natural Heritage. Uh, heritage such as the process of being designated oh. and also the meaning of being designated mm. and how things have changed after they have been designated as well uh, so we wanted to so he wanted to leave a record of such stories mm-hmm. and he didn't want this to be like an academic book but more as a book that general people can read and understand easily as oh, well oh i'm so glad he took that that road instead of writing an academic book. So Kang Xiong was in uh, New Zealand when Jeju was designated into the World Natural Heritage. Can you tell us about some of the stories in the book Uh, That's the very long title. Mm. Again, in English, it's What is World Natural Heritage? Wonderful Jeju as we see it more. So can you explain? Yes. So the book includes stories of the process and the effect of Jeju being designated into UNESCO World Natural Heritage. Mm-hmm. And also, he also added case study of 10 other World Natural Heritage abroad mm-hmm. around the world, which he, he actually has covered on site as a journalist. Mm. Uh, also, Jeju Island was designated into World Natural Heritage under the title Jeju Volcanic Island and Lar- uh, Larva Tubes. Mm-hmm. And the main sites are Halasan Mountain, Manjang Cave, and Yongcheng Cave, and Gomun Orum, which is the source of Jeju Larva Tubes. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, Seongsan uh, Sunrise Peak was later designated into the World Natural Heritage as well, w- along with a few more places. So we can actually say that the entire island island has been designated into the world natural heritage the entire Mm. island has so having such stories in the books uh there are actually many episodes in uh included in the book since this is the first case in south korea Mm -hmm. that is a really great to know and to get more details on so i can imagine if we read this book we will be able to understand a lot more Mm. than what we normally do All right. Well, can you explain what kind of episodes? So, why don't we hear from uh, Kang Xiong first? 그중에 하나를 소개해 드린다면 그 한라산이 세계 자연유산에서 누락될 뻔했어요. 그러니까 이제 초기에 전문가 집단에서 어, 후보군을 선정을 하는데 한라산도 뭐 자연이 검토가 됐지만 어, 한라산이 세계 자연유산적인 가치가 세계 유수의 자연유산과 비교했을 때 어, 가치가 그, 그에 미치지 못한다 그런 평가들이 나왔어요 초기에 그래서 그렇지만 이건 대단히 중요한 내용이고 그래서 
당시 이슈화 좀 시켰죠. 한라산이라는 것은 어, 제주도민들에게는 어, 상징적인 공간이기도 하고 제주가 한라산이고 한라산이 제주라는 이런 일치된 개념으로 보기 때문에 한라산이 세계 자연유산 등재 대상에서 제외된다고 하는 것은 상실감이 대단히 크고 세계 자연유산으로서의 어떤 위상도 그만큼 저하될 수밖에 없는 아주 중대한 문제였거든요. 그래서 한라산의 학술적인 가치를 재평가하는 그런 작업이 후속 작업으로 이루어졌어요. 그래서 세계 자연유산 등재는 세계 자연보전연맹이라고 하는 IUCN에서 이제 후보지를 실사를 하고 검토 보고서를 내는데 어, 그때 평가단이 제주에 왔을 때 어, 한라산은 어, 제주도 세계자연유산 등지 후보지와 다 연결되어 있는 중요한 공간이다. 한라산이 세계자연유산으로서 가치가 매우 훌륭하다. 그런 평가를 내렸죠. 근데 이제 어, 처음에 한라산이 원래 계획대로 누락이 됐으면 어, 어땠을까 하는 굉장히 아차하는 그런 느낌들도 담았죠 이 책에는. Can you please explain all the information he just shared with us? Yes. So one of the episodes that he shared was about how Halaza Mountain was almost omitted from the World Natural Heritage. Yeah. What did he mean by that? So in the beginning, when group of experts were selecting the nominees for the um, World Natural Heritage, Halaza Mountain was uh, naturally viewed mm-hmm. and being compared with other natural heritage around the world. They actually evaluated that the value of Halasa Mountain as World Natural Heritage was actually not enough, maybe mm-hmm, not enough, mm-hmm. compared to the other places. So this was a big issue at early stage because Halasa Mountain is the symbol of Jeju Island. Right. You know, where we can pretty much say that Jeju is Halasa Mountain and Halasa Mountain is Jeju Island. Right, that is so true. Yeah, so Halasa Mountain was to be left out of the designation Uh, that would undervalue the status of Jeju Island, mm-hmm. and work for Halasa Mountain to be reevaluated was taken place. I um, see. So when IUCN, the International Union for Conservation of Nature, mm-hmm. the group that evaluates the nominees for World Natural Heritage, uh, when they came to Jeju and evaluated Halasa Mountain, the value of the mountain as World Natural Heritage. was highly uh, praised Mm -hmm. for its importance in connection with other nominees of World Natural Heritage around Jeju Island. I see. And in the book, there is this story about what it would have been like if Halasan Mountain was actually left out. Mm. Uh, So they have all that story in the book as well. Well, listening to his uh, description definitely makes me very curious to know that story or Mm. like his thoughts on what might have come if it didn't include Halasan right, Mountain. Right. And now I cannot imagine Halasan Mountain being omitted from that. But then mm. think of, thinking about it, this was like he's telling us history here. It was almost omitted. Yes. So it's a really interesting story that he has in his book. Also, I've heard that he was on site when the Komun Orem Lava Tube System International Trekking was first started as well. Yes, so so as Jeju Island was designated into the World Heritage, mm-hmm. uh, one of the new cultures being discovered in on the island was tracking. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, as Jeju began to show tracking on natural environment, k o m u n o r u m was the first on Jeju Island to be designated as a World Natural Heritage International Tracking Course. Oh, wow. And, and after that, we saw the Saryani Forest and Suorbong tracking. Uh, they came to be known. Mm-hmm. And Jeju Nature has actually played a role in leading international tracking as well. Oh, wow. That's why so many international visitors come to Jeju, not only for being a tourist, but mm. also enjoying trekking and going into the mountains and seeing all of these wonderful places that have been recognized by UNESCO. That is awesome. It's the station to listen to. Arirang Radio. Now, did he share his thoughts on what it means for Jeju to be designated as the World Natural Heritage? Yeah, he did. And let's listen from him first. Okay. Yeah,我们在这个地方的时候，我们在这个地方的时候，我们在这个地方的时候，我们在这个地方的时候，我们在这个地方的时候，我们在这个地方的时候，我们在这个地方的时候，我们在这个地方的时候，我们在这个地方
uh, sustain such environment. Right, and though his voice sounded a little bit serious, he was actually, you could hear the passion that he had for mm. Jeju Island and the, the need to protect the island. So it sounds like being recognized worldwide is an important part of protecting our nature. Mm-hmm. Then how can we keep a closer eye on the nature around us? So the thing that Kang Shiyong believes is uh, important to protecting our nature is our attention. Mm. Uh, he believes out of interest and attention towards our nature is the fast ways, uh, fastest way to protect it. Mm-hmm. Uh, in case of Kang Shiyong, when he was working as a journalist, he also took part in community club. Uh, involving Jeju wild plants. Oh, wow. Uh, in this small club, uh, he mentioned that they observed plants and discussed about them. Mm-hmm. Uh, as he took part in the club, he mentioned that he was able to tell the 100-year ecosystem of Jeju Island as a journalist mm-hmm. and about the biosphere reserve, geopark, world natural heritage, and even Jeju Stonewall for more than three years as well. Wow. Uh, so being able to have a deeper interest and like actually experiencing it on site. Mm -hmm. Uh, He says he was able to learn the importance of nature. Uh, For many, because we see it commonly around us, we tend to forget how precious our nature is. Mm -hmm. Uh, So he believes that it is important for us to take part in such activities Mm -hmm. and stay aware by having interest in experiencing it. Wow. So you might think that you need to do something really hard, but actually showing interest is something that anybody can do. Mm. That's really nice. So today, instead of going to popular tourist sites, um, you know, there are many popular experience programs such as village that are specialized programs like ecotourism villages. Mm -hmm. And many of the programs have natural experiences involved in them. Uh, I wonder, how does Kang Xiong feel about those? So he feels that it's a very uh, rightful thing to do. It is very meaningful because it's not only for the tourists, but also for the residents as well. Mm. Uh, through such program, the residents get involved as well by um, participating and even working as like guides. Uh, for example, in the village that Kang Shiyong lives in, Hogan Village, uh-huh. it all the village also happens to be Viospere uh, Reserve Area. So the residents, they take part and they lead programs such as like forest experience and making traditional lunchbox for tourists. Oh, wow. So so the programs are not always for the tourists. It's also for the residents to get involved. That's really good information because I know a lot of people will want to try to, you know, take part in helping to preserve the environment but don't know how to. Right. I think he's giving us really practical Uh, kind of ideas Mm -hmm. to follow suit and just take part in by showing your interest or by participating and being a guide because Mm. if you live in that area especially I think you'll have a lot to say right and of course we can learn by doing research as you take part in those guidances or you can join a club like he did and you know start participating in sharing and you know, researching information about the environment as well. So there's so many things that we can do. That is awesome. Well, as we always do, I have one final question for you, Jay. Lastly, our final official question. <laughs> Where does Kang Xiong recommend for our listeners to visit on Jeju Island? And let's listen first. Mm-hmm. 
그리고 생활 문화도 좀 다른 것 같고 그 수저 올레도 돼 있거든요. 그래서 하루 코스로도 다녀올 수 있는 곳입니다. 일박을 하셔도 좋고 그리고 그 올레길 코스 중에서도 굉장히 인상적인 것들이 많이 있어요. 그래서 주자에서 여러 가지 색깔을 볼수 있는 다양성을 볼수 있는 것이 주자가 있고 또 하나는 숲 트래킹을 좀 추천해주고 싶어요. 그러니까 이제 요즘 많이 사람들이 다녀가는데 어, 검은 오름 또 사련이 또 수월론과 추저 차기도 네, 차기도 하나의 묶음으로 얘기를 하거든요. 수월봉을 얘기할 때 그런 체험 트레킹도 좀 추천해보고 싶고 어디 그뿐이겠습니까? 대단히 많죠. <웃음> It sounds like he could go on and on and on. Yes. Can you explain the, the few places that he did explain? Mm-hmm. So the first place that he recommends our listeners to visit is Chujado Island. Mm-hmm. And this is one of the smaller islands that's part of Jeju Island. Uh, in Chujado Island, you can experience the Jeju culture as well as the culture of Honam area, oh. uh, which is the southwestern region of Korea. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the island has a very diverse ecosystem, and there's even an Ole Trail course, which has many impressive uh, sceneries that catches your eyes as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also visit the island for a day or spend the night on the island as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, he recommends to uh, trying tracking as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, he recommends tracking the Kamunorum, Saryani Forest, and Suorbo. Mm-hmm. And he actually mentioned that many people. Uh, Travel when they travel Jeju, they plan out a course that's going to Kamunorum, Saryani Forest, uh, Suwarbong, and then to Chagido Island. Yeah, and that was interesting because when I heard that, I remember that I've been to Suwarbong, mm-hmm. but I've never been to Chagido. Mm. And so to know that a lot of people do that together, for me, that sounded really interesting. And perhaps, uh, you know, I felt like I had to go. Missed out or something? No, no, no. <laughs> actually, to plan it in, like in the future, oh, yeah, 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 to sure. actually put it on my bucket list right. to make sure that I go mm. to. Um, to where is it Chagido the island of Chagido it's like an islet off of Jeju Island right have you been there often? Chagido no uh, I've been to Kapado and Marado uh-huh. but Chujado and Chagido no really uh, I, yeah I would like to go there one yeah, day too yeah mm. okay well we can perhaps share our stories of how that was mm-hmm. like later on in the future someday so it was really interesting to hear today's uh, guest Kang Siyoung who owns the bookstore that is called Interview. I, I don't think I'm ever going to forget that name because it's know, so right, easy right. to... Yes. <laughs> right, and thank right. you for interviewing Kang Xiong oh, to no introduce no. his story and uh, his insight about the UNESCO and how Jeju Island was designated for the UNESCO. That was really interesting and we can learn more if we go and check out the books that they published as well. Thank you so much, Jay. We'll see you again next week. Okay, see you next week. Well, I hope you enjoyed that segment. If you're curious to find out more about Jeju, we encourage you to go check out our website at arirangradio.com forward slash wonders of Jeju. Or you can check out our Facebook page at Wonders of Jeju as well as our Instagram page at Wonders of Jeju. We're going to take you on a journey to learn more about what's happening here on the island. <laughs> <laughs>